At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back to the Circa Sportsbook and uh, the VEASAN studio here at Sunday Bet Prep, the NFL preview show for Week 11. Scott Spreitzer, Matt Humans, hour number two, joined by our buddy out at the Rampart Sportsbook. He's the sportsbook manager, Dwayne Colucci, D.C., uh, welcome back to the show on uh, a Saturday night. Uh, your initials are DC, and you're also a Dallas Cowboys fan. And you got an opinion on this uh, Cowboys game this week. Scott and I were talking about this early in the show. Uh, you're going to hear some people this week say the wrong team is favored. And I think you disagree. I think you believe the right team is favored here. Cowboys laying one and a half at Minnesota. Well, obviously, you know, the public, we opened the game at public, guys. And uh, thanks for having me on, Matt and Scott. I appreciate it. But uh, we opened the game at uh, Pick'em at the Rampart in South Point. And now it is one and a half Cowboys favored on the road. And, uh, you know, the last time they played back-to-back road games was that Ram-Philly uh, double, basically. And, uh, you know, they faulted in the second game. Now, this time around, they played poorly in the fourth quarter and overtime. Uh, that's an understatement against Green Bay, and they definitely faltered and uh, crapped that game away. And McCarthy, once again, became a factor, Matt. You know, he makes that weird play call. You got to put the points on the board. You were shut down the whole fourth quarter. You got to make the right decision and try and kick that field goal. Instead, they go for it. Uh, maybe a missed pass 
pass interference call on that uh, possession. But uh, that was really weird that the Cowboys secondary was getting shredded by a rookie, basically, uh, you know, uh, wide receiver who had a fabulous weekend, uh, Watson. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers looked good in that game, but you saw how poor they are when they came back and played against Tennessee. So I think Dallas gets back on the beam here. We know how Cousins is in prime time or big matchups. This ain't prime time, but this is a marquee matchup. This team is eight and one. So we're going to see how they react against that Cowboy defense. I think they'll be more amped up. I definitely think Diggs put a lot of pressure on himself and the secondary, and that's good to see that there's some leadership and motivation. And if Ezekiel Elliott could suit up, that always helps because Pollard can't do it alone, guys. Dwayne, you sit back there in Rampart Sportsbook. You see all the bets come through. Uh, Would you say you've got sharper money on the Cowboys or not? How would you define the money that's been bet on this game? Yeah, it was real quick, Matt. You know, we had some sharp action, and that's what moves the game to one and a half. And I see even a couple of shops around town have two now. So it's just public. It's not just public, uh, you know, backing. It's also the sharp backing when you see a move like this, especially on a road team that is synonymous with, uh, you know, losing on the road. The Cowboys have not been that fabulous on the road. And Minnesota has really proven himself. Jefferson is playing great now. Cousins is staying within himself. They got good running defenses, and they have no kicking game. So there's going to be a lot of pressure here. And the total actually went up. And the unders have been killing us so far as bookmakers this year early in the season. But now you see it go up from 47.5 to 48.5. So it's going to be an interesting game. This is the marquee matchup of the 1 o'clock matchups. And, uh, you know, a lot of handle on this game, guys. Dwayne, the Chiefs and Chargers, they were flexed to the Sunday night game. And there's no Smith-Schuster there's no Hardman for Patrick Mahomes to throw to, obviously. And, and of course, basically, you know, Juju was the second-best receiver as far as amount of receptions uh, to Travis Kelsey on this team. You're talking about a loss between those two receivers of over 900 yards, 71 receptions, six touchdowns. It's basically 30% of, of Mahomes' completions uh, that are affected by these two guys being out. I've done a bunch of shows this week. i got to ask you, because it's almost like every show I do around the country this week is – is thinking that you guys give away free money behind the counter. They're all saying, oh, this one sails over the total. What are your thoughts on this total that's moved up two points and also the side that's dropped down a little bit with KC laying about five and a half? Yeah, that's so funny, Scott. Just like you said, you have all these negatives against this fabulous Chiefs offense, yet the total went up two points. We opened it at 50. Now it's at 52 at the Rampart and South Point. Uh, yeah, the game is down a point and a half. You understand Juju and uh, that loss, but definitely he has to get more de- uh, uh, Valdez-Scantling involved now. He has to be more of a factor moving on in this season, and that definitely could happen. Kelsey's been unstoppable, and uh, the Chargers haven't put up points, Scott. To be honest with you, the Chargers' offense is where it's been anemic, and, uh, you know, Eckler, you have some of these wide receivers banked up. This could be actually a lower-scoring affair, but I still favor the Chiefs. I think Mahomes knows how to pull the magic out. They're definitely well-coached, better coached than the Chargers. I think their running game could get going against San Diego. And the Chargers' defense, I should say L.A., I'm sorry. I'm so used to that. (laughs) But they definitely have to be geared up to stop this running attack because you know the weapons are missing on the wide receiver end. So I think the Chiefs are still the better team, and I don't understand and why all of a sudden the public would be backing the Chargers after they haven't played too well in the last uh, three or four matchups. 
Yeah, it's interesting uh, because I was tempted to play the Chargers here this week, too. I wanted to take the uh, seven, though. I'm not going to play it uh, anything less than seven. And uh, D.C., let's and move Matt, on. you yeah. told me earlier in the year, Matt, you would fade the Chargers at any time when I was actually I do. strong. I do, but I, I, I like season. I fade the Chargers when they're favorites. Old chalk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the underdog role, I give the Chargers a look. I always fade the Chargers as favorites. Always, uh, <laughs> always look that way first. All right. Follow him on Twitter, Dwayne Colucci, the uh, Rampart Sportsbook Manager, at NYBookieDwayne. So he's a New York guy, but he loves the Cowboys. Go figure. So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the New York football teams now. Do you like the Giants as three-point favorites over the Lions? Can Dan Campbell and the Lions win back-to-back road games? He got his first road win as Detroit coach last week in Chicago. Yeah, it's going to be difficult here, I tell you. Uh, but that was a great victory. I mean, Fields was riding so high, Matt. And all of a sudden, you know, late in the game, Detroit starts to swing the momentum. The defense had a few big plays, but uh, that offense has been consistent. And I've been waiting for the Giants to come back down to earth, and the public, I guess, has as well. We opened the game at four at the Rampart in South Point, and it's down to three. I think that Detroit may be able to pull off the magical trick of winning two road games in a row. It's going to be difficult, though. The Giants know the division is within grasp. The Eagles are starting to get banged up. Like I said, they're a few injuries away from becoming the Cowboys or the Giants, and definitely they were exploited by the Commanders last week. So the Giants are well-coached, and they're motivated now. I don't know if Saquon could just destroy this team. You know, it's going to be very difficult, but they're going to run him a lot. I think Jones is going to run a lot as well. He's been fabulous when he runs the ball and even passed a little now the last few weeks. So it's going to be difficult, but I do like Detroit in this game. Uh, You know, I do think they have a great chance, and I think probably Probably the Giants will lose this game, whereas the Jets might have a chance. Well, there you go. Jets play the Patriots, Dwayne. And, you know, this line was a couple of points higher early on. It was as much as five and a half at a couple of shops uh, that I saw. And, of course, it's bounced back three, three and a half a little bit. But uh, where's the money and the tickets on this one? I, I look at this game and, you know, there's guys that I really respect. We just heard Will Hill, in fact. Uh, that's looking to back the Jets. I just can't get it out of my head that Zach Wilson might be the best thing going for New England in this game. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, I tell you, Scott. And Mac Jones is really still finding his way. And uh, definitely everybody's been critical of the Patriot coaching staff. I think, uh, you know, they're doing a good job What with what they have. Stevenson has to run the ball. That's definitely going to be prominent in this game. Zach Wilson, you know, he's mistake prone. Uh, the Jets are very susceptible, but they're well coached. Robert Sala knows what to do. He's definitely motivating this team, and they played some really, really good games. This is going to be a tight game. You know, we're sitting at three and a half at the Rampart and South Point, up from that key number of three. So what we're seeing, Scott, are parlays, teasers, naturally, on both sides, but a little more favoring the Patriots. And the straight bets also have come in on New England. Some shocks took it early, you know, laid it up to three and a half. We do not use the 120 vigorish like some properties around town. This is going to be an interesting game, how it's bet late. I think we're going to get a lot of jet takers late when you see that three and a half and come back down to three. Great two-way action. 
tough, tough game. AFC East battle, you know, these teams, they're on the bottom half behind Miami and Buffalo, but the Jets can make an impact. So Robert Sala is going to have a lot of motivation in that locker room, guys. And the Jets have been difficult at times to handicap this year. Uh, Over the win total is looking golden, and, you know, it is golden. So, you know, this is a a great game. We're going to see how Belichick uh, responds here. All right, we talked about the uh, Chiefs-Chargers in the AFC West. Let's go to the other matchup in that division. Raiders-Broncos. This is a rematch. Raiders won the first time 32-23. That was a season high in scoring for Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Where we are, Dwayne, it's uh, Broncos minus three flat. Where you are at the South Point Rampart, it's Broncos minus two and a half, total of 41 and a half. How is this game being bet, and uh, which side do you like? Yeah, this is the discount at two and a half, you know, if you're betting Denver at the Rampart and South Point. We're getting good two-way action, finally. Normally, Matt, it's lopsided on the Raiders. They've been great for us as bookmakers, I hate to say it. Uh, you know, they're finding their way. Carr has been so emotional lately, and it isn't Carr, Adams, or Jacobs that the problem is. It is the defense. It is the coaching adjustments. This is a a tough game to handicap. I don't like either side. I'll be honest with you. Russell Wilson has played horrible this year. They're horribly coached, Denver is. And, you know, to be a a two-and-a-half favorite at home is even a gift. Uh, Normally, a Denver team at home that's clicking is more than three points, but this is definitely a value game. I think the Raiders will come to play, but I don't know if it's enough. I mean, they lost to the Colts on Saturday last week. They're playing just horrible. Wall is hurt. That's been a factor. Five weeks he missed. Uh, I I can't make a case for either team here, especially a Hackett coach team. All right, Dwayne Colucci, great job again tonight, man. Always great to see you out at the Rampart Sportsbook like I did this week. Have a good weekend, man. Uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Hope to see you soon, Matt. Okay, follow him on Twitter at NYBookieDwayne. We come back, we're going to talk more about Eagles, Colts, Lions, Giants, and Rams, Saints. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Scott, I got a secret for you. Don't tell anybody else, okay? All right, get in on the football action this season with the Hulu and live TV football extravaganza. Compete free for a share of $55,000 in two ways. Predict what will happen in three college football pools and then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play free. Hulu and live TV like cable, only better terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, NFL Week 11 preview show. We're about halfway through it here, and uh, we've got Aaron Renning still to go on the show tonight, a professional better from Las Vegas with his best bets. And uh, I know he's got one in the Cowboys-Vikings game, so stay tuned for that. Scott, right now we're going to break down another team in the uh, NFC East, the Eagles. Only two teams in the NFL right now undefeated on the road, the Eagles and the Jets, as we head to Week 11. Eagles no longer have a uh, goose egg in the loss column, though, after getting beat by the Commanders on Monday night. And what I, one thing that jumped out at me, and you mentioned this too earlier in the show, the, the Philadelphia defense got beat up at the line of scrimmage in that game. It was a little disturbing to me. They allowed 152 rushing yards to Washington. Couldn't really get off the field in key spots. And once again, the Eagles' offense gets off to a great start. 14 points in the first quarter, but Scott sputters the rest of the way with a total of seven in the final three quarters. Eagles now six-and-a-half or seven-point favorites in Indianapolis. Uh, Obviously, if you're going to play the favorite, you're going to lay the six-and-a-half. If you like the home dog, take the seven that's out there at DraftKings right now. Scott, how do you handicap this matchup? Back to that point about you know the Eagles usually start out well, and then the second halves they've been just kind of weird. And when you were in San Diego and Scott Kellen was in, in studio with me, we were I went back and I looked while we were doing the show and we talked about it on the show about the points that they had scored and the points they had held their opponents to in the first half as opposed to the second half. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Like six, seven games into the season at that point, they had scored, I don't know, 35, 36 second half points. Right. They given up about 55. But they had scored about 140 in the first half and were dominating. And, and it's kind of odd to see this team get into that you know, that mode of where they can't snap out of it. It's like they were so prepared, so well-prepared going into the game, and then they're not making the right adjustments after you get to halftime and into the second half. Almost like you're getting out-coached a little bit uh-huh. is what you start to, to to think. As far as this game is concerned, you know, I mean, I've talked about it, you've talked about it. 
many people have talked about the fact that this Philadelphia run defense can be had, so they go out and they get, you know, Linville Joseph and, and Indomitian and Sue, as you mentioned. Here's one thing that I always look at when it comes from one week to the next. Indianapolis can watch what Philadelphia did wrong against Washington on Monday night, and they can see that, you know, pound the ball at them, that kind of stuff, run the ball between the tackles, occasionally go outside, but you can run right at them. So let's say Joseph and Sue aren't ready to be completely in the mix yet. All right, so you're going to try to do that. Well, the flip side is is that if you've got a good head coach and good players and talent around you, smart players, you know what your your weakness is too. You had it exposed in front of you more than any time this season, although it's happened multiple times. So you've got a chance now in your five days of practice or whatever it's been in the short week where you can shore up some of those problems. You can make some changes. So my thinking is maybe a little bit contrarian in that they saw – what they needed to work on. Mm -hmm. They went out and they made the acquisitions and they can change a couple things on defense if the coaching staff is up to their, you know, up to stuff. And I think they are. So I don't fear Indianapolis coming out here and running the football against Philly like maybe they would have if Philly plays their normal game and beats Washington on Monday night. So just kind of looking at it that way. Now, you know, they get going on the ground and they got a heck of a running back to do so, then you're in trouble when you when, when you got the Eagles here. Again, I just think it's one of those things where they're, Weaknesses were exposed not to their opponents. I mean, not just to their opponents, but to themselves. They can work on it. Also, that that big adjustment on the advanced number. I mentioned that I made mine nine before last week's advanced numbers right. came out. The advanced number was ten. It's down to as low as six and a half. If you can find seven, which you can with the Colts, okay. But if you can't find seven full points, I, I just wouldn't want to jump on the Colts here. I didn't use the Colts as a contest pick because it was six and a half here in the contest. I got to have at least seven to think about playing the uh, Colts in this spot. And uh, you're right. You know, Monday night, I was watching as that uh, Philly Colts line was dropping as uh, the Eagles were losing that game. (laughs) You were seeing it go from nine to eight to seven. It was dropping from Monday night to Tuesday morning. And uh, at this point, at six and a half, you, you could argue you're getting a bargain with the Eagles, possibly. Well, and then you got the coaching change also, Matt. And I love to play coaching changes in hockey in the NHL and just keep playing it, you know, until you lose. Right. And you can sometimes go on really nice win streaks, five games, six and one, seven and one, things of that nature. But in the NFL, you always seem to get that bump that first week, but then it ends. It's like it's over with by week two. Mm-hmm. And as much as everybody likes, and, and I've got no problem with Saturday being hired, I don't think he's going to be a permanent coach, but I think he did throw some cool water on a really hot situation to kind of calm things down. I don't know that he can all of a sudden becomes this X's and O's guys that's going to outduel the Philadelphia coaching staff. So again, I think that's a, a little bit of a knock or at least a major question mark on the Colts getting ready for this game. Uh, one positive for the Colts, I think, was Matt Ryan back in at quarterback. Absolutely, yeah. he threw for two hundred and twenty-two yards, and Scott when. How much would uh, how much money would you have lost if a sportsbook put up a prop for Matt Ryan's longest <laughs> rush against the Raiders and put the number at like thirty four and a half? I, I saw the big. How much would I you saw the big run. The total? I, it, huh? I would I would even put a little bit of your money on it, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's one of those. I, I saw that run and I'm like, holy cow! So yeah, I mean, I, that was one great move that Saturday <laughs> made right away. The funny thing is, is that it it took a guy who played in the league all those years at a high level, a, a decent NFL mind. Uh, to say, hey, this guy doesn't belong as an NFL starter. Let's go back to Matt Ryan. You know what I mean? It's like you really had to think about that. Right, you know, as right. and, and the previous coach talking about Frank Reich. So I thought that was the key move. But the run, the run prop you just mentioned, it's like holy cow! I couldn't believe he busted that one off. Jonathan Taylor, twenty-two carries, one hundred and forty-seven yards against the Raiders, and uh, we'll see what the uh, Philadelphia run defense has for Taylor, Matt Ryan, and the Colts. 
Uh, like you said, if I played the Colts, I got to get plus seven here, and sure. that's what DraftKings has right now. Let's take a quick look again at Lions and Giants, and uh, Giants three point home favorites. All of New York's seven wins have come by eight points or fewer, Scott. So yeah. even though I like the Giants a little bit here, if you play it, you got to think it's not going to be easy. One of the scary things about backing the Giants is this late into the season with a really good record, they're still underwater when it comes to yards per point to that metric. You know, so it's a team that obviously doesn't hasn't put up the statistics or the metrics that I like to use that would equate the amount of wins they have this season. They'd be basically 500 at best if you throw in some of those yards per point numbers. I look at it this way, Matt. Though, I'd rather have I'd rather have Daniel Jones against Detroit than Zach Wilson against New England. Okay. You know, so I mean, just to kind of throw that out there, that comparison. At least Jones isn't throwing a bunch of picks. I think he's got eight touchdowns and two interceptions. So far this season, he's also hit about 65% mm-hmm. of his passes. So he's not being asked to do too much, and he's not trying to do too much. He's being coached extremely well, and uh, he's reacting to it the way you would hope that your starting quarterback would. I do like the under. I've been Here I am talking totals all of a sudden. I do like two a month. I like the under 45 in this game, too. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. Uh, I know Detroit, you know, they're not too hot on the defensive side of the football, but I think they're going up against an offense that they can control a little bit or slow down and I do lean towards the under in this game. I haven't bet it. I still might, but I haven't yet. But 45 seems just a tad too high to me. The Detroit defense ranks last in yep. the league in yards They're allowed. They're horrible. 416. <laughs> and in scoring last in uh, total yards allowed. Next to last in rushing defense and last in scoring. But you got a team on both sides on offense that can run the football all day long. Right, you right. got Jamal Williams on one side. You got, uh, of course, Saquon Barkley on the other side. And the Giants don't want to throw the football. So I'm just hoping they're bad against the run, and we can throw all that other stuff out right, right. <laughs> and cash the under 45. Lions did have to overcome a 14-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Bears and give Dan Campbell his first road win as Lions coach last week in Chicago. Uh, last game to talk about here before we take a break, Rams and Saints. Why do the Saints continue to pull the trigger on the red <laughs> rifle and not put Jameis Winston back in at quarterback. Scott, can you answer that? I cannot answer that. It's it's been pretty amazing that he's able to stick around this this long in the league and still get starting, you know, games where he's gonna get the starting nod. I just don't get it. I, I don't want New Orleans in this game. I decided I was actually gonna play the Rams and I decided I don't want anything in this game. Mm-hmm. I might pay a little bit of attention to it to see if the Rams, you know, what they could do offensively now that they're so depleted with you know, the arsenal that's around Stafford, by the way, he's going to play. Uh, there was a little bit of temptation to play New Orleans when it looked like Walford was going to play, but it will be Stafford. But I want to see what he's able to do without, you know, uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, as far as Dalton, I mean, he's taken sacks again the last couple of weeks. He's throwing picks again. He misses open receivers. It, it, to me, it's the Rams are nothing. I decided on nothing. Yeah, this number's down from uh, four and a half. Actually, the, in the contest, I believe this number's four and a half. Is it Falcons? Uh, I know in the Westgate Super Contest, the Saints are four and a half point uh, favorites. Uh, right now, the Saints are two and a half point favorites here at Circa DraftKings. Total of thirty nine. You have a really low total here. I think uh, Dennis Allen is not going to be a head coach for much longer. <laughs> I think if they're smart, he won't be a head coach much uh, longer. And by the way, I was going to—I forgot to mention that. Rams I made... are a train wreck, too. Like you said, oh, absolutely. It, it's just easy for me. I just said pass on this one. Matt, New Orleans is uh, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. My advanced number is Rams won three-and-a-half points off the spread. That doesn't happen, and they still won't bet mm-hmm. the Rams in this game, even though my advanced numbers say they're the right side. I just won't do it. All right, back to the AFC West. When we come back here, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, we talk more about those two matchups. Stay tuned here on Sunday Bet Prep v the Sports Betting Network.
Monday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The World Cup countdown is on, and now is the time to get your copy of our World Cup betting guide in depth analysis from Nigel Seeley. On all eight groups, we have a team of experts. Mike Palm's part of it. Picks and predictions for every group and the Golden Boot Award. Sign up now for just $99. Get VSIM Pro access for everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I'll be up. Will I be watching it? Eight o'clock in the morning? I can't, say, can't say for sure. Cutter and Ecuador? Dude, Come I, on. I'm not a soccer guy. <laughs> play, the, play the draw plus two. We're, we're talking football here tonight, but oh, we're okay. not talking we soccer. Not football. Okay. No, this is American football. <laughs> Are you, will you be betting soccer, Scott? Oh, absolutely. But I'm bummed because I like English Championship League, ECL, uh-huh. and EPL. And I really do. I, I, I handicap that stuff all the time. But mm-hmm. I get bummed when they have this big break every four years when the World Cup rolls around. I will be involved in some action. I'll probably... Play the USA to draw with Wales on Monday. I don't think the draw is a bad play at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, is that right? uh, with Ecuador and, uh, and Cutter, and it's plus 210, which isn't as juicy as you usually get with the draw on a three-way bet. But right. uh, anyway, there you go. All right, there's Scott's tip <laughs> for World Cup soccer. Don't get too bummed out. Keep your chin up, kid. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> vsendcom slash subscribe if you want more World Cup betting insights. Or just call Scott at 702-556-0874 and uh, get his top plays. There you go. <laughs> I checked out the Circa Million contest lines for this week. The uh, Saints actually in this contest, three-point favorites over the Rams. Uh, the Broncos, two and a half over the Raiders. Now, let's talk uh, Raiders-Broncos. The first time these teams played, I had a big bet on the Raiders, Scott. Okay. I had to sweat it out to the end. <laughs> Raiders did win 32-23, but it was not easy. And uh, Russell Wilson played one of his better games. And actually, that was a season high in point total for the Broncos and that one with uh, 23. Uh, Both teams obviously struggling. You've got reports out there now that Derek Carr is not going to be retained by the Raiders after this season. I've got sources that tell me the same thing. Inside the Raiders that say, who's going to be the fall guy for this season? It's going to be Derek Carr. And um, the owner, Mark Davis, is financially committed to Josh McDaniels. And obviously, GM Dave Ziegler both came over from uh, New England, and I, I do think Derek Carr is going to be the fall guy. Derek Carr has not played well, right. Scott. And uh, Devontae Adams, questionable in this game all of a sudden. His status a little bit up in the air. How do you feel about the Raiders going to uh, Denver as two-and-a-half or three-point dogs? Would you consider taking the three if uh, you like the dog a little bit in this spot? I, I This was a game, one of those games we just talked about, one where it was it was basically – I I decided it was going to be the Broncos or nothing, and I chose nothing. Uh-huh. Um, you 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 know you were talking about that earlier meeting. I mean, it's twenty five twenty three with two minutes to go in the game, and then the Raiders got that that final score to win thirty two to twenty three. It's just amazing. We're eleven weeks into the season, and you just mentioned that Denver's highest point output is twenty three points. Ten eleven weeks <laughs> into the season, you know, I I, I really got ticked off, yeah. and I shouldn't. I don't know why, because I wasn't on the Raiders last week. But I really got ticked off when I watched Derek Carr that pre- in that press conference, you know, and he starts crying a little bit and he's calling guys out. They don't want it as much, and People some guys don't care you know, as much as me. I'm just like blown away when I see that. First of all, that's self self serving. It, it is self serving, and you know, I'm not saying he meant it to be that way, but it is. And and I'm sitting there and I'm watching him make that speech, and I'm thinking, you know what? If I'm a player on that team, and or I'm an NFL player at all. 
I want a guy, I want Brady in my face screaming at me when I screw up. Mm -hmm. Or if he suspects that I'm out there just going through the motions for the most part and suspects that I don't care as much, get in my face, yell at me, call me out on it. Don't sit there and cry and whine and fuss and everything else. Uh, I, I just it just bothers me, and you know, I, of course, I got to avoid Derek Carr now, or he kicks my butt six ways to Sunday. But anyway, <laughs> but the bottom line is, is you know, he hasn't been that good. He's never gotten over the hump as a starting quarterback since he's been in the league. Last year, the Raiders, man, they had a nice season record-wise. They built that on a bunch of close wins, and there's been even times last year when they would be in a key moment in a game or late in a game when they could win or lose a contest, and he would make a poor decision yeah. or a bad pass. So that's carried over to this year. He got his buddy, Adams, from college, uh, who comes over from Green Bay, and yet he still can't find Matt's favorite term, the sweet elixir, when it comes to running this offense <laughs> at quarterback. And so, I, I don't know, man. I think he should be gone. But I, I don't want to you – know, Josh McDaniels is going to fly by with, you know, unscathed kind of. You know, and that bums me out too because mm -hmm. I've seen some pretty bad coaching and adjustments that aren't being made throughout the course of a Raiders game. Really a shame that that team with that talent – has played as poorly as they have this year. Broncos, also on the flip side, the Broncos have such a low-variance offense, and uh, Russell Wilson's not making big plays. I, there was a lot of sharp money that showed on the Broncos last week at Tennessee. Yeah. And even guys I respect who are really good NFL cappers love the Broncos last week. I really couldn't understand why, Scott. And um, I, I did not jump on that bandwagon. And, um, you know, Russell Wilson throws the game-clinching pick right. at the end. They just can't make big plays. And... Uh, they can't sustain drives, and that's uh, obviously two big problems for an offense. Who do you trust here? Uh, the Broncos playing a lot of close games, and when they win, it's typically uh, by one, two, three. Uh, if forced to play this, I think I would take the three with the Raiders. I will say this, though, for McDaniels and that staff, mm -hmm. this is one of the few times, maybe the only time this season, when they're not going to be outcoached yeah. by, the, by the team of coaches on the other side. So, uh, you know, he can go through his lack of adjustments in the second half, and he doesn't have to worry about getting out-adjusted by Hackett yeah. in the game. That's what I was thinking about, too. You know, you're putting in your contest plays and debating. Well, I, I was thinking about this before I even walked up there. Derek Carr, Josh McDaniels, Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> you got to do one of these balancing acts. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, uh. it's a clown show. It's a clown show either which way you look at it. Uh, I'm not uh, – so I would have to take the three if in doubt here, but um, – Anyway, let's move on to uh, the other better matchup in the AFC West. We talked about a little bit the Chiefs at the Chargers, and uh, it was seven. It's down to five and a half, and the good news for Justin Herbert, he, he's going to have his top two wide receivers. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are going to be on the field uh, this week. It's still a beat-up Chargers yeah. team, Scott. Uh, how do you feel about the Chiefs laying points on the road? Yeah, we'll see if the two receivers you just mentioned can kind of spark this offense a little bit because they've been a little quiet on the scoreboard the last four games. Uh, looks like there's a decent chance that both are not only going to be playing, but going to be playing at almost 100% healthy from all the reports uh, that are coming out of L.A. And, of course, that could make them a dangerous attack. Uh, Casey's not good against the pass. They allow the seventh or eighth most uh, yards per game through the air. So there is that. Uh, offensively, I don't like the Casey ground game a whole lot, but the Chargers are a bit banged up in the interior defensive line. So I think maybe Casey can open some holes that they normally don't to get that ground game going. When we had Dwayne Colucci on, I was asking him about you know, the craziness of this total. Not that it's crazy, but that it's crazy that it's one-sided betting. And I kept thinking, you know, it's almost like people are plunking their money down thinking that this goes over no matter what. Like it's almost free money. No Smith-Schuster, no Hardman. And I mentioned also earlier that you're talking about nearly a thousand yards between those two, 
30 percent of all of Mahomes' completions have gone to those two mm-hmm. uh, on the season, along with what 70 receptions and six touchdowns. So that's going to be tough to overcome. Uh, I I lean towards the Chiefs, having said that, because it is the Chargers. But I'm not going to plunk my money down on KC. I'm like you. If the Chargers are favored at home, it's almost an automatic play going against the Chargers. But when they're getting points, it's not as automatic, and they can hang around in this one. I lean towards the under. I think I'm going to have to pass this. I hate passing a good quality matchup on Sunday night, even if it's just entertainment pizza money. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm going to have to pass this one, Matt. All right. I want to take a look here uh, quickly at the Circus Survivor Contest. And if you missed the contest show here before us on uh, VSIN on Saturday night, the Circus Survivor started with 6,133 entrants, Scott. It was down to 80, uh, I think around 80 going into uh, the Sunday games. At least one, I think a few entries went down with the Packers on Thursday night. The top consensus plays this week, no surprise, the Ravens, who are 13-point favorites. Ravens were picked by 25 entrants. The 49ers by 15. The Bills by 13. Uh, the Chiefs, only one. Only one hmm. uh, contestant this week on the Chiefs and the Circus Survivor. Uh, if, if somebody gets blown up here, talking about a big favorite, who do you think is the most likely one to go down among that group of Ravens, Niners, and Bills? I didn't lay it with the Ravens, but I think they get by whether they cover or not. Yeah. I think probably the, the Chiefs Chargers. I think that's a, a little bit of a scary spot of the teams that you mentioned, uh, that the Chiefs with their one pick. What was the, the top game again? Ravens and who? Ravens, 49ers, Bills are the top three. Oh, boy, I would say... Uh, Total of 53 of the about Ravens, 80 entrants on those Bills. When I look at the quarterbacks, where they're playing, the run defenses and all that kind of stuff, God, it's tough. Actually, three entries had the Packers, so it's 83 oh, okay. entries left going into the weekend, yeah. Maybe out of that bunch that you mentioned, and this is like something I don't want to get involved in, but maybe the Niners, if Kyler Murray can be healthy and come mm-hmm. out there and run a little bit, but that's stretching it. I mean, I, I don't think the Cardinals are upset. I don't think any one of those three teams that you just mentioned gets upset. Okay, I hope not. I've got a teaser on the Bills and go. the 49ers, so let's hope none of those big favorites go down. If Paul Bovey's watching the show in Mexico tonight, he, he can't believe that I haven't talked about the Steelers yet. <laughs> he was badgering me about using the Steelers as the best bet last week. Hey, I had him too. We didn't even talk. Yeah. There you go. That they was my top play. They won uncovered. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Not on the Steelers this week. We're going to talk about them <laughs> in the uh, next hour, though. Up next, Panthers, Ravens, Commanders, Texans, and Scott Spreicher's best bets and contest plays. So you want to stay tuned for that back here in a couple minutes on the Sunday Bet Prep Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
what's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, get ready for World Cup soccer with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds line to boost Bet Rivers as your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like the World Cup Futures. Do you like Spain? Do you like Argentina? Or do you like whatever Scott Spreitzer tells you to bet on the futures board? Insurance bets, World Cup daily bet and gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans ahead to betrivers.com or download the app to get in on all the action on match day. Bet Rivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com. Be sure to get the app. Scott, if, uh, I was talking about this with Mike Palm on the show last night. Palm is in the soccer, uh, kind of like you. He's deep into it, though. He really likes it. Uh, is If there's a a country outside or a team outside of uh, Spain or uh, not Spain, I think it's Brazil, Brazil or Argentina, the two favorites to win the World Cup. Is there any value? Is there a sleeper team no. or another team? Is that, is that it? <laughs> Just those two? Yeah, I mean, well, is Brazil, that, I think, is the, the team that's going to win it. I, I don't, yeah, I mean, you might want to play a team that's, you know, like what's Germany? Uh, they got to be plus uh, like 10 to 1 or I something say, like that. Yeah. yeah but uh, maybe Germany, uh, they're not as elite or they're not in that elite club that they were. Of, you know, last uh, two two World Cups ago, but Brazil to me is their plus. Last I saw was plus two fifty. This was a couple of days ago, so it's got to still be around there. I thought maybe Spain at plus eight hundred, but really, uh, you mentioned Argentina. So Brazil, Argentina, France, 
throw a few bucks on those three teams, and then hopefully you get there. I, I don't see a team coming from like you know plus fifteen hundred or anything like that, and and get into the mix. And, and the, for instance, a lot of people are betting on Netherlands. It's an old team. That's an aging team. I don't see them busting through. They might win a couple of games early on, uh, but I don't see them you know getting to the promised land. They're just an aging. I was going to say football team, but we don't want to do that on an NFL show. Uh, so I do know some people have been jumping on them that I respect. I just don't agree with it. Brazil, France, Argentina, chalk, chalk, chalk. I think one of those you know, countries wins it. All right, who's going to be the Lamar Jackson of the World Cup? <laughs> Let's talk uh, Panthers, Ravens. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> Ravens, 13-point favorites. Lamar Jackson's been sick this week, but he is going to give it a go. So big number here for Baltimore to cover. And... Uh, Scott, how do you cap this one, Carolina-Baltimore? Yeah, he's back. Andrews, Mark Andrews, one of his favorite targets, if not his overall favorite target, upgraded to probable. I, I look at that Carolina injury list, my gosh, you know, Leo Tolstoy novel right, right there. I mean, it's that's a <laughs> good, is. you know, three-day read right there. Baker Mayfield back at quarterback, P.J. Walker out with the injury. Um, I don't know that B- Baker Mayfield gives me any more confidence than Walker did. Uh, they played better since Matt Rule was shown the door, but it's tough to back Baker at any price, and – you know, they've had time to prep, but I just don't like the quarterback situation. Tough to lay 13 in the NFL. Their secondary leaves a lot to be desired. Man, if if you had any confidence at all in Mayfield, and, and I, I, the way I understand it, and I've got some people who are in that area, season ticket holders, but also beat writers that claim that he's well-liked in the locker room. So it's not like they're going to be like, oh, crap, we got to you know go out there and play with Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. If he's on his game at all and stays away from stupid decisions, they can cover – uh, this this 13-point spread, but uh, I don't know, man. Someone pointed out this week that Baltimore's had a double-digit lead in all nine contests, and uh, just one of the worst pass defenses. That back door's always in play. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a problem for Baltimore closing out games with big leads. I, I just can't. I don't play big favorites like this. No, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. I, I was trying to make it the case for the dog this week, and I do actually believe what you're saying. I think Baker Mayfield is probably liked by his teammates. Everything I've seen makes it look like he's been a good teammate sure. while he's down there um, in Carolina. I think he was so happy to get out of Cleveland, too. <laughs> uh, but it's it's been a bit of a mess with uh, Matt Rule getting fired, and I think the Panthers have played uh, probably, I would, I would say they've played better football since Rule uh, was fired. He's going to be your next coach at Nebraska, Scott. It's either that or Auburn. So uh, maybe maybe Auburn can convince Dion to come on board so Nebraska can get Matt Rule. Well, I've been saying this. I think, just not to get off topic too far, I think Auburn would be very wise to hire Dion Sanders. The way college football is changing, it's all about recruiting and NIL deals Absolutely. and hype and things like that. Dion would be the perfect guy to lead Auburn into this uh, next era. And if you got to compete with Nick Saban, you got to do something bold. Absolutely. Right? And it, Bama. It, listen, the way he talks, the way he walks, uh, the way he's been able to get it was a Jackson State. Jackson State. I mean, yeah. to play at the level they have, he goes out and he gets one of the top recruits in all of college football to go to Jackson State. If I'm a, if I'm an AD, Trev Alberts and Lincoln. I mean, I know Dion doesn't want to go to Lincoln. I don't think so. But Auburn, whatever. I mean, I'm going after this guy with as much as possible in both hands to try to get him to come and, and lead my program. In this era, I think he's a perfect fit. Um, he seems like he's going to be an SEC. He, he looks like he yeah. should be an SEC yeah. guy. Uh, you know, I, as far as Lincoln is concerned, we'll make it quick here, but as far as Lincoln is concerned, of the guys that are out there, Matt Rule's in his late 40s. If he proves to be a guy who can get you every once in a while 10 wins and almost every season at least eight, mm-hmm. hire his butt in Lincoln, get him on the sideline. He can last 15, 20 years when you're 47, 48 years old. So that would be my choice. 
Your expectations aren't too high. Ten wins every year? Uh, no, every once oh. in a while. Oh, eight okay. wins every okay. year. Do Bo <laughs> Pelini, you know, be Bo Pelini, you know? Get your eight or nine wins a year and occasionally right. maybe a ten-win season. You know, I mean, they got rid of Frank Solich. The guy goes like 59 and 18 and he's fired, you know, and they've been paying for it ever since. Be careful but, uh, what you wish for. Absolutely. But I think Matt Rule will be a great hire there. Agree with you, though. Dion in Auburn at any SEC school, it's a great hire. Okay, let's look at one more here before we get to your best bets and contest plays. And I'll uh, we'll just kind of throw this one in. Not a very intriguing game, but the Washington Commanders on the road laying points. And uh, three-point favorites at Houston, total of uh, 41, 41 and a half. That's on that key totals number. Very intriguing game for me because it's one of my contest plays, mm-hmm. and I've also got a personal play out of Houston. Well, this is one of those games. I, I think if you don't have betting action, you, you wouldn't even think about watching it. Oh, of course not. I mean, yeah, I, you ask maybe, I don't know, 100 people <laughs> that are sitting in sports books watching college football, and you right. said, who are the two starting quarterbacks in this game? Out of 100, maybe 60 of them get it right. Mm-hmm. If that, Taylor they might Heineke, say Taylor Heineke. I Davis don't know, Mills. I don't know if they'll get Davis Mills. But anyway, having said that, it's very intriguing to me because I think Houston's at a really nice spot. Mm-hmm. I, I almost kind of laugh when I say that because it is the Texans. But uh, getting the full field goal here, and Washington's won 4 of 5. They got the win on Monday. Uh, but let's be honest. It was a horrible spot for the Eagles, and they played like it. Yeah. And thanks to this mini run, we're now getting value, I think, with the home dog. And as I've said for years, we're betting lines. As everybody says, we're betting lines and value. Not necessarily teams, and I say that uh, knowing that it is the Houston Texans, but Washington is still bad on offense. They've scored 17 points per game since week three, only 20.2 points per game in their last five games. So it's not like all of a sudden the offense is clicking. Uh, they're just not making as many mistakes with Heineke at quarterback. But if you if you stretch that out over the course of the 11 weeks of the season, 20.2 points per game would be 24th in the NFL. Yeah. So they're still not getting it done. Uh, Houston's record isn't good. Uh, but they're one score away in five different games from being a playoff contender. You know, they're in close games almost week in, week out. They averaged six and a half yards per play last week against the Giants. I thought that was a nice little buy sign. They're dead even with Washington when it comes to yards per point, and they're at home. Uh, tough spot, I think, for Washington to be, to be laying a full field goal. So, as you can tell, <laughs> it's an intriguing game for me. They're a contest play. They're a personal play with Houston. Yeah, I, I'm never interested in uh, laying points with the Commanders, especially with Carson Wentz at quarterback. Yeah. But I do feel like they're a better team with Taylor Heineke at quarterback. So do I. You know, yeah. I don't think many people are going to dispute that at this point. But I, I lean to your side in that game as well. All right, let's get to Scott's best bets and contest plays for Week 11. Scott, fire away. I wish I had five plays to go in the contest, but unfortunately, I I gave one away with the Packers on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So. I mentioned Houston, got them plus the points. We've got the Bills minus the points over the Browns as a contest play, and I'll get to the best bets in a moment. Uh, We've got the Patriots, and I know at least at the Westgate, I think we had to lay the three and a half there. I can't remember what it was here at Circa in the contest, but I did take the Patriots over the Jets. And uh, I'll be with you tomorrow on this game. i got the Cowboys laying a point and a half over the Vikings. And my best plays, and I'm going to add one to the mix because I think I told you I had two. By the way, two. the Patriots are three and a half in both contests. Yeah, yeah I wasn't sure at the circuit. Yeah. I knew they were three and a half at Westgate. But um, I, said, I, I told you I liked before the show that I liked two as best bets, which were Houston. We just talked about the Patriots. I talked about uh, earlier why I liked them, and a lot of it has to do with just Zach Wilson can't figure out what Bill Belichick throws at him mm-hmm. uh, even this season. But seven picks and two touchdowns in three games against New England last year and this year, they're 0-3 are the – the Jets against the Pats, and he's barely over 50% in 84 passes in those games. So do you like the Patriots as one of my best bets? Houston 
And I'm going to add Dallas to the mix. Instead of going with two, I'll say three best bets. Uh, I just think it's a situation where they're going to be able to overwhelm this Minnesota offense a little bit. Darisol is likely going to play. Just don't know how well or how long he's going to play with concussion uh, symptoms. And ever since we saw that thing with Tua, you know, NFL teams have had to be a little bit more cautious Mm -hmm. when it comes to keeping guys out there a little bit too long. So I think they'll overcome with that real nice sack rate. One of the top three or four in the NFL, the Dallas sack rate, they'll be able to put some pressure on Cousins and get that win. So there they are. All right, there's Scott Spreitzer's top plays for Week 11. We are going to get Aaron Rennings' top plays next. Pro better from Las Vegas. Aaron Rennings got to play on the Cowboys-Vikings game. You don't want to miss that, so stay tuned. We'll be back here in a couple minutes uh, to wrap up the uh, final hour of the preview show tonight on Sunday Bet Prep. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right disorder, so you can find the right disorder, so you can find the right disorder, so you can... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.